We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One game that I want to start with in this All-Star Game recap that I was at in San Antonio, Texas, was that was out there for an entire week. On the east side, we had Brendan Vernon, defensive end out of Mentor in the state of Ohio. Adon Schuler, Irvington High School, early enrollee safety out of New Jersey. We also had on the west team, Drake Bowen, who I don't know if you saw this, Sean, we'll talk about this. Drake Bowen is now a Mr. Indiana, Mr. Football in the state of Indiana. He's now the Gatorade Player of the Year two times. Got that this weekend, as mm-hmm. well as being the Buckus Award winner. So, you know, decent week. And also, he got voted as the All-American Bowl Defensive Player of the Year, which mm-hmm. is everyone involved in that game. He was the Defensive Player of the Year. So, Drake Bowen's cleaning up, man. Sullivan Absher was the late invite to that game, taking the spot of Charles Jagasaw. As well, Michael Bell was on the West team, cornerback out of the Kincaid School in the state of Texas. Charles Jagasaw got there later in the week, which was great to see. Rico Flores Jr. was also scheduled to be in that game out of Folsom High School, but he was out due to the foot injury. But he, but he, we have a little update on him and his, his foot injury that was on the message board during the week. But, Sean... I don't know if you saw this football game, man. We'll talk. We'll, we'll put in, inject the week into this full conversation. But the East team won fifty-five to seventeen. It was uh, it was basically the uh, national championship game last night. It was wild, yeah. man. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Let me tell you something. This is what yeah. I took away from that game. Mm-hmm. I had, You know I had to hit my boy after the game. I had to hit my boy Drake. I'm like, man, please tell me that running back that leaked out wasn't your responsibility, bro. He was like, yes, sir. He all he's just so polite. He's yes, always yes, so polite. He still he's calls like, me Mr. Roberts, man. Yeah. I'm like, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yes, sir. I was just messing with him. I was like, man, I'm just teasing. But no, seriously. I was like, yo, yep, Chip is getting a good one out there at UCLA. That was the first thing I said. I was like, yeah. Nah. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. Yeah. That's a, that's a darn good quarterback coming out there to UCLA. But we got Kenny Mitchell. But also, I lost, I love what I saw from the young guys from us. You know, and the updates you gave throughout the week, it seems like everyone got better. Uh, mm-hmm. Adon Shuler and what he showed in the practices. Drake yes. Bowen was a beast. You know, someone put a clip of someone – and thought it was another guy, and it was actually Drake Bourne running through in the through the bags, and they were like, "Yo, this dude is super athletic." And Drake was like, "No, that's me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, what was that tight end? It was something Wit. Yeah, Wit Weeks. Wit yeah. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. And Drake's like, "No, sir, that's that's me. I'm <laughs> I'm the super athletic one." So, yeah, it's look. That's what you get from these games, right? You get an opportunity to see these guys go up. The practices are probably more informational for you guys that were down there watching the one-on-ones and things like that. And, you know, when you get to the game, they they really can't do anything. There's no blitzing. It's really pretty much – they were pretty much might as well just have seven-on-seven out there because that's really the vibe. And you get to see the wide receivers and the quarterbacks entertain. That's that's really what it is. But Brendan Vernon made a very – very nice play. Brennan Vernon seems to me to be one of the smartest guys. He seems to me like he's going to be a very smart lineman. Yeah. Like the lineman that sniffs out screens, that sniffs out he, middle screens to tight ends and those to – you're getting – I think he's going to be a very special player at Notre Dame, but in different ways. He's not Keon Keeley. Sure. 
you know, athletically. But I think Notre Dame is getting a very special player in Brennan Vernon that was really, you know, quiet for the most part because he committed early and then he just shut it down. Like, don't call me. I'm not tweeting out other offers, anything like that. I'm not talking to media. I'm committed. Dude, I, I, I love Brandon too, man. Sean, it was funny. A reporter, I'm not going to name the reporter because that would be disrespectful. A reporter came up to uh, to Brennan Vernon on the last day. And he. I'll say this. I got an interview with Brennan. He is awesome, bro. He is yeah. so, so funny. He, even, he shaved his head. Did you see him shave his head? It was wild. But a recorder came up to him and asked if he could have a, a quick exclusive with him or take a picture or something. And Brennan's like, not today, bro. <laughs> not feeling it today, man. I was like, that's awesome. That's so fantastic. Brennan's that dude, man. But it's you so know what? funny. We need – I don't know if we really have that type of attitude on the defense. I don't think that, so. Just a straight nasty dude. Yeah. I don't know if Notre Dame has that. I don't know if they've had that in a long time. Mm-hmm. In a while, like someone that's just a straight, nasty dude. Like, look, man, we're here for business. Yeah, let's let's go. He brings he brings a, a aura about him, Sean, and I'll put it like this. And it was present in the game week. So yeah. here's kind of the the overarching thing on Brandon Vernon. We'll get into the other guys. He is not a media guy. We've talked about that. He's not a social media guy. We've talked about that. No. But he has this energy to him that is infectious, man. It was during the practice, Sean. He was first in the line every single drill. Mm. And he was pumping up the other guys, and he had some juice to him, which was surprising to me. It was. I didn't expect that. I really didn't. Kid loves football, though, man. That's all I'll say about it. He loves to play. And throughout the week, you saw first day, I looked at him. He came in like 20 pounds lighter than what he was during the season, by the way, almost 30 pounds. And he looked good, right? Like he looked physical. He looked explosive, all those good things. But you could really appreciate just how much more explosive he looked after losing a little bit of weight. He looked very explosive. Yeah. And his body is just filled out well, man. And he's going to be able to put on a ton more weight, I think. He could be a strong side end. He could be a three-tech down the line. That's very possible. But the one thing that I think people underrate about Brandon Verdon, and I had an article about this as well, he's not a finished product by any stretch of the imagination. No, no. He's still pretty raw, man. He is. And I think we underrate just because Brennan's not a person that really talks to the media much. The media doesn't hype him up as much. Mm-hmm. A man is 6'5", with length, explosive. There's talent there. There yeah. is a tremendous upside with Brendan Vernon. You saw during the week, the first day of one-on-ones, he won inside, which is pure explosiveness and balance. Then he won outside. He beat Luke Montgomery, the offensive tackle from Ohio. that's going to Ohio State with a nice little double swipe. But then you saw sometimes that Brendan didn't have a full-blown plan yeah. as a pass rusher. You saw that. But then the, the next day, Got a little better. The next day, got a little better. This is a young man that with proper coaching and with the strength pl- strength program with co- with Coach Bayless, with Matt Bayless, I think this kid could explode. And I agree with you. Yes. It's never going to be the same type of impact as a Keon Keeley, for instance, 
but it could be I mean Sam Hubbard's the guy that I just cu- keep thinking about every single yeah. time he plays for Cincinnati Bengals he played at Ohio State yeah he is gonna I think that Brendan Vernon has the potential to be a big time run defender and also be a better pass rusher than what he is coming on I think that he yeah. could really explode when he gets another date and you said it perfectly very aware football player mm-hmm. because I wasn't shocked at all to see that interception he had because he did it in practice this week, Sean. There was one rep where he got off the ball slow and he stepped back because he saw that there was a little, there was like a little crossing route that was about to go underneath his face and he stepped right in front of it and had an interception during the practice. That's what Brandon Vernon does, man. He's very instinctive yeah. in that regard. He needs to get more aggressive as far as getting off the line of scrimmage being a true pass rusher, but there is an innate sense of how to play the game. And he has tools for days. Yeah. So Brennan Vernon, I thought, had really impressive week. And I said not only was it an impressive week, but he hasn't even hit near his ceiling yet, man. No. He could be so much better. Mm-hmm. And on the east side, you also had a Don Schuler who quietly started the football game for the east. On he it was it was Don Schuler and Caleb Downs as the starting safeties for the game, Sean. I'm just like, yeah, no talk one wants about to talk, it. talk no about wants, it. No one wants to talk about a Don Schuler, man. No one wants to talk about him. But from the day he got down to San Antonio to the day he left, he was just so good, solid all week. Didn't make a ton of flash plays because no one tested him all week. It was bizarre, man. It's almost like he was just in position all week and people were just like, "Nope, don't want to mess with that because he's not he's not, you know, we don't have a step on him. We don't have an open open player." Yeah. He's one of those players that is incredibly smart, incredibly instinctive. And the one thing that surprised me was the first day I saw him moving around and I'm like, "He moves a little more fluidly than I anticipated." anticipated he does. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a little more comfortable working in space than I originally anticipated that he would be because he's a physical, physical dude. But now he's comfortable in space. He's also physical. Those guys, because Brandon Vernon also started in for the East, Sean, in a really talented defense line room. It was Keon Keeley and Brandon Vernon were the starting defensive ends, which I know for some people are going to be like what could have been. And trust me, (laughs) I get it. I talked to Keon a couple times this week. Such a great kid, man. He really is. I really wish he would have ended up with the class, but you know, I'm I'm wishing him all the best at in Tuscaloosa because I know he's going to be a phenomenal football player and play football the game for a long, long time. But Brennan Vernon started that football game. Adon Schuler started that football game, and they led the East. They only gave up 170 yards, Sean, and nine mm-hmm. first downs in that football game. Only gave 17 points. And I will say this. I know I know someone mentioned this already, so I do want to put this out in the universe, right? The West team leading up to the game, you could tell that the East was probably going to run away with it. I didn't think it was going to be 55 to 17, <laughs> but I did think that the West, the East had an easy advantage, and it was because the West had a lot of injuries, man. They yeah. had a lot of injuries. I mean, Charles Jagasaw was in, was was injured, Rico Flores was injured, but outside of just those two players in general for Notre Dame, there was a lot of players who were not able to participate for the West. So there was a lot of moving parts, getting mm-hmm. replacement players into com- into the game and stuff. But good to see Charles Jagasaw there, Sean. Good to see Rico Flores on the West side. couple quick notes on both these guys, and then you comment on whatever you want because a couple interesting things that I put on the board during the week. Charles Jagasaw, who's having his LCL surgery this week mm-hmm. outside of South Bend. You know that. You reported on that after it happened. 
was able to talk to him about the injury. So it stinks for him because he was going to play. He was going to wrestle and then mm-hmm. he was going to play baseball in the spring. Not able to do either one, unfortunately. And I talked that's, to someone. Sorry, that's a heck of a combination. Yeah, man. <laughs> Isn't it? I gotta say. An offensive lineman that wrestles and plays baseball. It's wild. It's fantastic. But I, I talked to Charles Jagasaw, and I, for, uh, I feel really bad for him. Unfortunate, obviously, that that happened. Because if you don't know Charles, you don't know that he is one of the premier wrestlers in the state of Illinois. Fantastic mm-hmm. wrestler. But one thing now, Sean, since he's not, since he doesn't have to cut weight, he's one of those guys, man. I could, I compare him to Trey Smith before that played at Tennessee. Yeah. He's one of those guys that holds an extreme amount of weight and still kind of looks slim. Like mm-hmm. he's one of those guys. He came up to me. I thought he was 300 pounds. You know how big he is right now? 325 pounds, Sean. And he looks fit. I'm just like, you're 325. He's like, yeah, I don't have to cut for wrestling. I was down to 299, but then I don't have to cut anymore since I can't wrestle. I was like, that's wild, man. This kid is massive. And I talked to someone close, uh, like on the 247 sports side of things. Mm -hmm. They were prepared, Sean, to give him his fifth star this week. They were prepared for it. But, unfortunately, he wasn't able to participate. So, Of the 325, he was thinking about early enrolling at the school. But he wanted to defend his title. But yeah, but he went to Venice title and then he thought about it again, though. After he got the he had to get the surgery, he was thinking about actually early enrolling. He missed the cutoff by two days to early enroll, unfortunately. So it's gonna be a little bit of a long road for Charles Jagasaw, who's not, not gonna be not gonna be enrolling until June, but he looks good, he looks strong, he's gonna be a heck of a football player at Notre Dame. Rico Flores, also some news on him. He is early enrolling, wasn't able to participate in the game. Broken foot in the playoffs. He's two weeks ahead of schedule. So only at like a couple weeks from now, he'll be full go. So he'll be able to participate in winter workouts. He'll be able to participate in the spring. Mm-hmm. Rico Flores is good to go. Sean, two fun notes and quotes that Rico Flores gave me, which was fantastic. One, he said, I was like, how special do you think the 2023 group can be? How, how good do you think it could be? He's like, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think it could be the greatest recruiting class Notre, that ever walked through Notre Dame. He said that point blank, but then not self-entitled at all. Cause then I asked him about his goals year one. And he says, and I'm paraphrasing this one because I don't remember exactly the, how he phrased it, mm-hmm. but he said, I just want to be the best man and player I can be. I want to work and, and I want to work hard because I know nothing is guaranteed to me. And that mm. kind of stuff. You need that, man. Mm-hmm. You need that. There's a subtle confidence to Rico Flores, mm-hmm. different than what Brandon Vernon wears, different than what some of the other classmates wear, what Drake Bowen wears. Yeah. But you need more of that, man. You yeah. need more of that. You do. Yeah. You love hearing that. And that's what I'm telling you, man. We we talked about this on a show maybe a month ago. What's so much the physical that Notre Dame was bringing in in its recruiting class? This recruiting class has a different mentality that I think needed was needed at Notre Dame, and it's still needed. When you think about how Brennan Vernon is, that mean little mean streak, quiet. Don't not, I don't want to do a lot of talking, you know? But he's a super cool guy, and you can tell people love playing with him. Then you have a Rico. Rico is that dude. Rico is swagged out. You just go to his IG, Rico is super swaggy. Sean, 
He had the grills in, man. He had the Did grills he? in when I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was yeah. in the South. He was in the South in <laughs> Texas. Of course, he had the grills in. Oh yeah, he was down in Texas. <laughs> but yo, yeah, they just have different mentalities, man. And those wide receivers, they their mentality is just to dominate. Yes, just to dominate. You know, and this is something I talked about earlier today, man. In order to be a championship, this goes to what you said about Jagasaw. Man, mm-hmm. he at that size, he can play. Yeah. Oh, he can play. If he if he comes in and shows that he's a dude, okay. We maybe we put him inside until the two guys leave next year. Mm-hmm. But if he's one of the best five, play him. Play him. You know, because physically he's ready. You I talk think he about is. you talked about Pendleton. Big. Yeah. He's big, man. Big. He's big mean. Body. He's mean. mean. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Once again, mentality. Yes. Quentin, that's that Quentin Nelson mentality on the line. Mm-hmm. Just mean, nasty. So I think the mentality of the players, you know, even Christian Gray. Christian Gray's the jokester. He's going <laughs> to keep everybody light, keep everybody laughing. But yet, still, when he gets on that field, he's an ultra competitive kid. Competitive. Yes. Ultra very competitive. competitive kid. Michael Bell, just, you know what? This out here, this dude is out here breaking on balls like it's it's nothing, like he wasn't a, a great running back in the state of Texas. Dude, you see them performing in these practices, and it's like you know, as much as people want to talk about what Notre Dame missed, the focus needs to truly be on what they still retained. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, don't just poo poo a Don, a Don Shula. Like, oh well, we still got a Don Shula. Like, no, hold on. Don can play, man. There's a reason Alabama and Ohio State came after this kid late in the process. Dude, Georgia came. Georgia Sean, came Al- Alabama offered. Yeah, a lot of them did, man. It was wild. So, look, there's a lot to be ecstatic about. We can't stress it enough. I, I, man, I'm with Rico. They should feel that way. They should feel that way. And they should feel like, man, you 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 guys better be lucky that we didn't keep everybody we had in the class. Because then it would be a real problem. But I was jealous of you all week, bro. Jealous all week. But I'm, you kept me in the loop. So I appreciate you keeping me in the loop with the pictures and with the videos. Yeah, man. man. I, tr- I tried, hey, man. I hey, tried. Tell Brennan Vernon he didn't have to do that, though. I don't, I, oh, what? You, you didn't have to. I didn't want you to mention the name. <laughs> See, bro, I didn't even want you to mention the name. Oh man, he got him good, man. And, oh, I mean, that's a perfect, man. it's a perfect segue, Sean, because honestly, Sullivan Absher is a good person to talk about here. And we'll end with Drake Bowen, who I thought had the best week of any Notre Dame commit down there. I really do. Sullivan Absher, Sean, he was the replacement for Charles Jagasaw on the West. And the first day, full transparency. And I, I said this to Sullivan, so like it's 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 tri- it's it's out there, man. Mm-hmm. Did not look good on the first day in pass protection. Pass protection was rough. The one-on-ones were not great for Sullivan Absher. And he knows that. He admitted it, right? He knows that there's improvements he made. We shouldn't have expected it. I didn't really expect it because he comes from a triple option offense. You know how many times he, he probably can count on one hand how many times he pass blocked this past season, right? Like, that's just not his thing. I even talked to Sullivan's dad about it. And, like, you know, it, it works for them, right? South Point was a good team, and they run the triple option. So that's what they do. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, first day was rough in pass pro. When he gets the team and inside run, looks good, man. Looks good. Yeah, good player. The rest of the week, every day, he got better. He got better and he got better, man. Every single day. And that's what you wanted to see, man. If he would have, no one's bitter towards CJ Williams. Get out of the chat. Um, sorry. <laughs> Everyone just cut, catches my attention at the wrong possible times. But Sullivan Abshershaw on day two was better than he was day one. Day three, he was better than day two. Day four, he was better than day three. Just got so much better throughout the week, man. He started winning reps. But yes. Brendan Vernon got him, man. He got him bad on one rep. He got him really, really bad. But Sullivan, give him full transparency, man. He took the call on a Thursday, was there on a Monday, (laughs) competed all week, and got better. And I thought he played pretty well during the game. Were there a couple reps he wants back? Of course. And there always is, right? There's always reps that every player wants back. But Sullivan Absher from day one to where he ended the week, Big time improvements, man. Absolutely massive improvements. So nice to see for Sullivan maturing. And then he also played some offensive guard during the, or a lot of offensive guard during the week because there was only one offensive guard on the roster coming into the week. So he had to play a lot of guard. He played some tackle as well. But I think Sullivan had a lot of improvements to that point. Mm-hmm. Micah Bell, Sean, first day, barely participated. First day of practice. He was banged up. He had a little bit of a back strain. Was kind of counting his reps the first day. Second day, he was a full go. They had a West practice, and they had a man. I, I I'm so tired of people. I'm about to start blocking people in the chat. Um, sorry. No, <laughs> so no, I can, I, I'm, about a, I'm about to in a minute. I, man. I love but, talking about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep talking about it in the mailbag. We'll get there in a second. Micah Bell, day two, Sean. He was full go. They had the West practice. They had the joint practice. Micah was locked down all day on that day, man. He had an interception. He had a diving pass breakup. He was he had a breakup against um against the kid that's going to Nebraska, Malachi Coleman, who is 6'5, mm-hmm. supposedly runs a 4'440. He ran stride for stride, looked like he was running in slow motion, and had a wonderful pass breakup on a 6'5 wide receiver. Now, Micah. Had a, had a really nice week after having a slow start. Then did not have a good game. Like, that's just point blank, right? He didn't. He got beat by Brandon Innes in the end zone. He got beat for a touchdown by Carnell Tate for a like a 29-yard touchdown. Yeah. Did not have a great game. I think you saw in the game, Sean, that he is 
he is an incredibly talented football player, like fast, twitchy, all that stuff, right? But he's a player that played mostly running back at Kincaid. And last mm-hmm. year in high school, he played safety. Right. Played safety. And you saw, though, that when you're playing against guys like Brandon Innes and Cornell Tate, for instance, if your technique is not good early in reps, you right. get in some bad positions. Like mm-hmm. that's just all point blank period to it, right? So when you play those types of athletes, you need to be more consistent. Right. You need to be more consistent. And if yeah. Micah Bell can't be more consistent, he will. He will. If he gets more consistent, then he's going to be great because he and he can run with anybody. He has recovery speed for days. He has quick twitch ability to get in and out of his pedal. Like he can do all those types of things. It's just when you have a bad early, like early portion of a rep against a guy like Cornell Tate, mm-hmm. he's going to make you pay. Like that's point blank to it, right? Yeah. These aren't the guys that you're playing every week in and in and out at the Kincaid School, right? Where you can just get by on athleticism. When you're playing against those types of guys, borderline five-star or five-star recruits, you have to be consistent all the way through a rep to be able to match that type of athleticism. So he's going to be fine. Michael Bell is going to be good. He had a really nice week of practice, not a great game. But again, I think it's a learning experience for a guy like him. And I think he'll get a lot better. Yeah. want to add with Drake Bowen, who – so – Drake Bowen, Sean, from day one. Day one, he made a ton of plays. Had an interception during team. Had an incredible play working in pursuit on a screen pass, even though he's apparently slow according to the to the, uh, to the the fan base, which is just absolutely hysterical. The next few days was just good every single day, man. Like He was just stacking really good days for Drake Bowen. And he was a starting Mike linebacker by the end of the week, which he was rotating between Mike and Will throughout the entirety of the week. And then he ended up being the Mike – and Anthony Hill, the Texas commit or Texas signee, ended up being the will during the week. And I think that that speaks volumes for Drake Bowen, for one, because mm-hmm. that's the main communicator on the defense. Picked up the defense incredibly fast. I've talked to Drake about his, excuse me, about his All American game, uh, All American Bowl performance, and a couple missed tackles during the game. I think that people really really went over the top on the negativity towards Drake Bowen because the the plays that he didn't make during that game were not athletically, right? That's not why. Drake needs to get better taking on blocks. He needs to be better getting off blocks. There's no doubt. Those things need to improve, which they should, right? But from start to finish, my opinion, and I care more about the practices than the single game, Drake Bowen was the best linebacker on either side during that week in a game that included guys like Anthony Hill. So Drake Bowen, again, sweep, cleaning up all the awards, and I thought he was tremendous down there in Texas. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm done. You know what I think about Drake. Like, people talk about it. Man, I watched this dude still base after base in baseball. I watched this kid play shortstop and third. I watched this kid come in on bunts and slow rollers, off-balance throws to first. That's athleticism. Like, I don't need to see anything else. All-star games, they're not even played at full speed. They're just not. That game wasn't played at full speed. It wasn't. Nobody's out there going super hard. If they get on a block, no one's going making the extra effort that they would make on a Saturday in Notre Dame Stadium. 
to get off the block. That's it. And Sean, I, I was I was just looking up because it's the same thing in the NFL draft world for a second, right? When when you talk about the uh, talk about the 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 game versus the versus you know how how important a all star game is, like for the Senior Bowl, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the scouts leave before the game every single year. They care about the practices. Practice. They don't care about the game. If you look at some of the past winners of like the the, the MVP of the Senior Bowl, for instance, Amir Abdullah was the MVP one year. Isaiah mm-hmm. Peed was the MVP one year. You know the MVP was last year of the Senior Bowl, Sean? Perrion Winfrey, who could barely play for the Cleveland Browns this year despite having some of the worst defensive tackles in the NFL. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, for every Justin Herbert there is as a game MVP, you have the EJ Manuals of the world. You have that type, right? So I don't care about what the result of a game in an all-star game sec, um, in an all-star game setting. I care about what the practice was all week. And all practice all week, Drake Bowen was exceptional. Was a very good football player from start to finish. So that's what I care about. We also had the All-American game. That was down in the state of Florida. I know John Garcia, I believe, was out there. I think Brian Smith was out there as well. Mm -hmm. I actually did not get a chance. I actually did not get a chance to see much of the game, Sean. So I just want to report on kind of things that I have seen out there and for people that we know that are great sources, obviously. Jeremiah Love playing running back and Braylon James playing wide receiver. If you watched a little bit of the Under Armour game, Braylon James was a high target. I was a uh, was a, a favorite target early on in this football game. Showed explosiveness, showed length. Jeremiah Love as a running back. Well, I thought really is starting to fill out. Man, he's still a guy that can gain a lot more mass to him, but explosive hits the pole quick. He's got that uh, the dynamic ability to him. So I think it was interesting. You saw. Two dynamic athletes in the under, in the Under Armour game, and then the uh, the All American Bowl. You saw more of the kind of the lunch pail guys, right? The guys that play in the trenches and do all that type of stuff. But I thought overall, from everything that I heard and I saw, I thought Braylon James and Jeremiah Love both had nice showings down in Florida. Really good moments in the game. Jeremiah Love is as well. I want to say Braylon James was the leading receiver for a while in that game early on. So as far as catches, but yeah, I loved what both of them, we know Braylon James is just high ceiling, opportunity, coaching, everything needs to be in the mix. And, yo, I think he's really going to be the next. If I had to ask you who will be the next 1,000-yard receiver at Notre Dame, who would you put your money on? I might actually go Deion Colsey, which might surprise some people, man. That mm, might surprise okay. some people. Okay. Yeah. I don't there was I thought there was a lot of really pleasant signs with him, you know. So I, I think there's a chance with the new quarterback coming in that we might get a one thousand yard receiver. Mm-hmm. So that's why I asked the question, right? And if you're gonna turn into a new a championship program. Your freshmen and your sophomores have to be able to make an impact, right? Because that's what we see from Georgia. Yep. Their freshmen and sophomores make plays 
and championship moments and championship games. Mm-hmm. That's what's needed, right? So the mindset is that, you know, Braylon James, yo, if you can blame the development of Tobias on him learning the system or earning trust, but yeah. they really didn't have a quarterback that could throw it around mm-hmm. to multiple targets, you know? They do. Now they do. They have a guy. And they don't have that dominant tight end that's going to suck up 50 receptions minimum. So it could happen this year. The big play should be there. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think it's interesting what you said about Drake. But the most interesting thing I think that you brought up is that the practices are the most important thing. And that's going to be the most important thing, especially for these early enrollees and to extend that for these sophomores. Like Marcus Freeman has been very clear. Like we don't believe in gamers. You have to show us in practice. Right. And and that's what matters. And this spring is going to be extremely important. Like Ryan, you know, last, I remember we were standing there, during the pro day last year, we were saying, well, next year's pro day is going to be probably a lot better mm-hmm. in our mindset, right? We're like, okay, Brandon Joseph's coming in. Yeah. The, the Adam Eolas would be leaving. Jared Patterson. Like, okay, next year is going to be different. I'll be honest. Nah, I'm going to be so anxious to get to that darn first practice the next day. Yep. That pro day is going to be like, hey, man, what's the numbers? Let's send this to Brian. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's get back here. Um, tomorrow. That's what we're here for. That's the main mm-hmm. event, right? Because yeah. that is when the start of whether or not Notre Dame becomes that championship team mm-hmm. it starts then. you know, And we should see the freshmen – Flashing, in yes. my opinion, on that day, because there's a wild amount of early enrollees in the 2023 class. Absolutely, a lot. Yep. absolutely. Yep. I'm excited to see that the uh, some of the retro freshmen too, Sean, like the Tyson yeah. Fords of the world, absolutely. the Billy Shrouts. Like, yeah, I'm excited to see all those guys, man. I am so. absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah, red shirt freshmen, red shirt sophomores, Jason Onye, yeah, all everybody. Yes. Everybody. In, in the second spring under Marcus Freeman as the head coach, too, it's going to look, I think, similar but a little different, right? Little There's going to be nuances to it, yeah. which is going to be exciting. Yeah. But that's kind of our all-star game recap. We're going to get into a mailbag here in a second. got a bunch of questions already started. Keep throwing those in the chat. We'll kind of get to those as we do. But this is going to end this portion of the Notre Dame Recruiting Hour.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.